Welcome to Beyond the Coffee Table, the podcast. I'm your host, Terry Glenn Harris of the Harris Compound and author of Beyond the Coffee Table, the book. To get your hands on a copy of that book, go ahead and click on the buy the book link within the description of this episode. Beyond the Coffee Table, the podcast was designed to make you feel good, to build up, inspire, and never tear down. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, let's build. So I'm back with another one, y'all, and I think this is going to be more so one of my favorite episodes. Um, Change Your Perspective. That is the title of this episode, and that's what we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about changing your perspective, changing your perspective when things don't seem to be going your way, Um, changing your perspective when you're stressing out about something, changing your perspective when you need to break away from the cycle of negativity, you know, how changing our perspective can change every single thing that's going on. It can change the happening that's going on in our current lives. And currently, I three two days a week, I have the opportunity to give small speeches, small doses of inspiration at my full-time place of employment. And I often talk about perspective and how if you can change somebody's perspective, you can completely change their life. So that's why I want to talk to you about perspective um, today, this evening, tonight, depending on what time it is that you are listening to this episode. I want to talk about perspective. So I'm going to get right into it. I have five points. Um, They're not long points. They're five brief points that I'm going to dive into. And we're just going to go ahead and get started right now. I just want to start with this. Like As children, all we want is one thing. Um, And if you're a parent, an auntie, an uncle, a Gigi, a grandma, a big cousin, a big sister, a big brother, what have you, you know what it is when you come into a room and you see that little one light up. I'm talking about that little child down on the floor and they see you and they just light up like a Christmas tree. Um, They've lit up because they see you and they light up because they know the time has come. And so they crawl over quickly, walk over or run over And they throw their hands up, waiting for you to reach down and hoist them up into your arms. And as teenagers and adults, we think nothing of it. You know, to us, all we did was pick this kid up, not realizing to that kid whom we love, we've done so much more than just lift them up in our arms. Not only did we lift them up, not only did we pick them up, not only are we giving them a spiritual experience, not only are we loving on them, we have changed their view. We have changed how they see things. We have changed their perspective. 
and we've provided them with a certain level of enlightenment. That's how much or that's how big a factor it is when you pick a child up. So the next time you pick a child up, think about it like that. Don't think about it as, oh, I just picked them up. I'm kissing on them. You know, I'm hugging them. Think of it as you're changing their perspective. You're giving them a spiritual experience and you're giving them a heightened sense of enlightenment. So also keep in mind how you made that kid feel, how they're smiling and they're drooling on you. (laughs) And imagine feeling that energy within yourself, that energy that you see shining through that little one. Imagine feeling that on the inside and how great that will make you feel. Changing your perspective can lead to achievement of your definition of success. And I say your definition of success because I believe we all have a different definition of what success is. Success looks different to me than it probably does to you, and that's okay. Um, But think about, you know, how changing your perspective can lead to the achievement of your definition of success in both life and in love. And you, however, have to be up for the challenge because changing your perspective is a challenge. You have to be up for the challenge. I have to be up for the challenge. We have to be up for the challenge together. But if the challenge could better you, then why wouldn't you be up for the challenge? If you need a change of perspective in any area of your life, I'm going to give you five simple ways to help change your perspective. So number one, stop stressing about things that are not important. Stop stressing about things that are not not important. When we're in the middle of a challenge, the slightest hiccup can feel life ruining. Things that never affected us before begin taking a toll on us. Things we barely pay attention to on any other day seem to become magnified. And we find it hard to sleep at night or hard to take a nap, hard to meditate, or even focus on the smallest task. And that's because we've become consumed by things that are not important. And we must take our power back from those things. If it didn't matter to you before, you know, whatever issue arose, it shouldn't matter to you now. You know, it's something that's not important. It's something that you were never thinking about before. Um, And if it's something you can live without, then it's time to go ahead and continue to press forward. So stop stressing about things that are not important. Number two. Break away from the cycle of negativity, okay? Break away from the cycle of negativity. Break away from the cycle of pessimistic thoughts. Break away from the cycle of I can't, okay? And and immerse yourself into the cycle of optimism. It's easy to be negative, yes, but it's easy to be positive also. And if we surround ourselves with positive people, if we eat positive foods, if we listen to positive music, if we listen to positive podcasts, if we listen to positive TED Talks, well, that will consume us and our lives as we know it will be positive. 
So do those things, all right? So break away from the cycle of negativity. We often get in our own heads, and when we get in our own heads, we tend to ask ourselves things like, why am I doing this? We think, maybe I should give up. Then we involve people who mean us well, but who save us, quote unquote, from taking risk. I don't believe anybody can save you, or I don't believe someone saving you from taking a risk is actually saving you. I believe it's actually hindering you. I believe the more we take risk in life, the better off we'll be. Even if every risk doesn't work out in our favor, we learned something from it. We took something from it. We were able to write something about it so we could apply it to the next risk and modify, if you would, um, that thing so that we don't make the same mistakes, so that we clear the hurdle. And because we taking risks is what makes us, quote unquote, successful. Um, so we, you know, involve those people who try to save us from taking risks. And sometimes they bog us down with their unsolicited feedback on the choices we decide to make. When we add that to the constant influence of social media and the frequent comparison of our life to the best version of everyone else's life, because you know that's all, you know, the majority of us post on social media is the best life. We post our best selfie. We post our best meal. You know, we post our best car wash. That That's just what we do on social media. So then, you know, we get to comparing, you know, our current lives, because that's usually when you were scrolling through social media, feeling a little down. So you get on social media, you start scrolling through and you're seeing everybody else's best life. So that's what you compare your current to, everybody else's best. And it's practically impossible not to get wrapped up in a vicious cycle of negative thinking. See, when you change your perspective, it gives you the ideal opportunity to break the cycle by quieting those outside voices that make us question who we are and how our life is progressing. When you tell that voice, shh, you're able to see more clear. Because you don't have that constant nagging in your ear or you don't have that gnat at the cookout. What are you talking about, Terry, gnat at a cookout? You ever been to a cookout and you're chilling, you're good, you're, you're dancing, you're drinking, you're listening to music, you're talking, having conversations. But the moment you go get some food and you sit down to eat that food that gnat starts circling in between your nose and your eye. And no matter how much you swat, that gnat doesn't seem to go away. That's what I'm talking about. That's that voice. But the moment we silence that voice, we're able to see things totally different. All right. Um, We're able to see how we're actually progressing. And that perspective has changed, all right? So another thing I want to say is that progress is progress. Never let someone tell you your progress is small. There is no such thing as small progress in my book. As long as you are moving forward, as long as you have forward motion, that is big, okay? That is epic 
progress, okay? Because there are some people sitting down doing the same thing they did yesterday, today, and doing the same thing or and plan to do the same thing they're doing today, tomorrow, and the same thing they're doing tomorrow, they're going to do that the next day, okay? So they're not really moving forward, but as long as you are moving forward, as long as you are doing something to get closer to your goal, that is big. I don't care if that means writing a journal entry that says, get business cards. That is something that you now know you have to do. You've written it down, so you're held accountable to it. So that is forward progress. And that is big because one day soon, those business cards are going to arrive on your doorstep, or maybe you're going to go pick them up or what have you. And then next, someone's going to say, hey, let's connect. Where's your card? You're going to take that card out. You're going to give it to that person. You form that connection. You form that partnership. And who knows where it will go from there. So there's no such thing as, um, you know, small progress. No, everything you do moving forward is big. So, and another thing is we have to stop measuring our success using someone else's ruler because you'll never measure up. Use your own ruler to measure your own success because it is yours. All right? So here we go. Uh, Point number three, be empathetic. Be empathetic. Getting wrapped up in your own drama or your life's happenings doesn't make you selfish, okay? It actually makes you human. Um, And it's also best to tackle your own issues first before you try to lend an ear or before you try to lend a shoulder for someone else to cry on because if you aren't whole and if you aren't completely filled up, it'll be impossible for you to try to pour out into someone else or for you to try to fix somebody else or help somebody else get whole again. You have to repair your broken pieces and you have to replenish yourself before you can try to replenish anyone else or before you can try to help anyone else fix their broken pieces. But once you're restored, of course, you're going to remember the things that you went through, but don't let that selfishness get in the way of your ability to empathize with other people's struggles. Okay, when you feel that happening, when you feel yourself getting in the way, when you feel your selfishness coming on, it's time to swiftly step back and change your perspective. You know what? I went through that. Let me not be selfish and keep my story to myself. Let me share my story of how I went through that, but also how I got through it, how I got over it. And maybe that'll be able to help this person. Do the same. Think about how you felt when you were in their shoes. If you recognize what others are going through, you'll be able to make a direct connection and you'll get a fresh outlook on your own life. It always comes back full circle to your own life. And with that fresh outlook, you'll realize just how fortunate you are. And if we all do this, we'll all realize how fortunate. We all are. There's always somebody who's got it worse. There's always somebody looking at you who wishes, man, I had their life. And you might be sitting up there like, 
oh, I'm so sick of this job. Oh, I'm so sick of this person calling me and texting me. Oh, I, I, I wish I had this. Ah, oh, you know, I, I, I really wish I had a new car. But you have a car. You have a phone for someone to text you on. Okay? You have a job. While there are so many people in the unemployment line, there's always somebody looking at you wishing they had your life. Just remember that. Change that perspective. Number four, remember good fortune is completely relative. All right? So when things go wrong in our lives, it's easy for us again to lose sight of anything good going on. For instance, not too long ago, I had some car trouble, all right? And I had to go without my vehicle for, I want to say it was probably about a week, and I was upset. Yes, I got upset, and I just knew the odds weren't on my side, okay? I only focused on the negative. There was no positive as far as I'm concerned. My wife tried to talk to me, baby, it'll be okay, you know, we got other ways to make things happen, other ways to get around. But the fact that I didn't have the luxury of getting up and going when I felt like it, the fact that I wasn't in control, the fact that I become so spoiled, yes, I can point out when I'm spoiled, but I become so spoiled, it had completely blinded me, okay? I was overlooking the fact that I have steady income. I was overlooking the fact that while it may not be preferred, I still had a way to get around. I still had my health and I continue to wake up every single morning. So yes, I had that one thing going on in my life that maybe wasn't the most comfortable for me. I had that one thing going on in my life that I wished I could change right away. But I let that one thing block all the greatness that was going on around me. And who knows how many blessings I missed focusing on that one thing. That could have been my lesson. That could have been God saying, hey, listen, I need to get your attention. I need you to start doing this thing. But in the moment, I wasn't paying attention because I was so caught up in my own miss, what I quote unquote misfortune, even though it wasn't a misfortune because the car was able to be repaired. I was able to get the vehicle back. I've been blessed to be introduced to someone who could fix it for me and not charge me an arm and a leg. So even though those are even positive things, but I wasn't able to see it. All I could see was I'm catching the train now. Hmm. When I now drive to the train and I catch the train every single day and it's the the best commute ever. You you see other people on the train, people you know having conversations, people listening to their music, you hear people singing. It it was it's an experience that I begin to enjoy every single day. And I don't even drive to work anymore. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to catch this train. This is a therapeutic experience. For me. So just think of it, you know, that way. Try to look at the positive. It's easy to be negative when we're in the thick of it. But just try to think about and remember the positive. Um, you know, and although I had a somewhat inconvenient experience, there was still much to celebrate again, as I said before. And when there is a shortcoming in our lives, 
we have to try to keep in mind all of the great things that are still occurring because greatness will still occur in our lives. We just have to make sure we see it. All right. So my last point, again, I told y'all it's not going to be long, um, except the fact that happiness is a state of mind. Accept the fact that happiness is a state of mind. Many, too many people feel they can't be happy if a certain person is not around. You have to be able to be happy by yourself before you'll ever be able to be happy with someone else. I absolutely love my wife. She is the best thing to ever happen to me. She has blessed me to be a father. She's given birth for me, and I am forever grateful to her. I owe her the world, and it is my goal to give that to her someday in the near future. Um, But if I can't be happy when I'm just with Terry, when my wife is out with, you know, her family or her friends, um, when she's working on her business or she's at a business meeting, when she's doing something for her, if I'm sitting in the house miserable, hmm, I'm not really happy when I am with her because I have to be learn. I have to learn that I got to be happy when I'm sitting in the house alone, or when I'm sitting in the house with my wife. When I'm sitting in the house with my my daughter, if if I'm not happy alone, I'm not happy with somebody. That's that's the thing about happiness. Happiness is something that's inside. Happiness is something that's internal. No one else can make me happy. People can add to my happiness, <laughs> but no one else can make us happy. We have to be happy first with ourselves, and then we can be happy with other people. I remember one point in time where I wasn't satisfied with what I was doing. I wasn't happy with my current life, with my current situation, and that reflected when I was around other people. I could be in a room full of people and be completely alone because I wasn't happy. Everyone else around me was having a good time. They were, you know, laughing and they were telling jokes and they were watching television and they were listening to music and they were dancing and they were happy, but I was not. No one in that room could put a smile on my face or, um, you know, make me start to enjoy myself because I wasn't happy. Therefore, they had nothing to add to. Okay. You, 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 you can't add. Yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. You can't give someone happiness. You can only add to their happiness. You can't give me happiness. You can only add to my happiness. I can't give you happiness. I can only add to your happiness. We have to have it within us first, and then other people can just add to it, or if you let them take away from it. 
but they'll never be able to take all of it because it's something that has to be within you. Okay? So, you know, just be happy. Know that it's okay to be happy no matter what, no matter where you are, no matter what you're doing. It is perfectly okay to be happy. If someone ever looks at you and say, oh my God, why are you smiling all the time? Say, baby, because I'm happy. Okay, and that's nothing that that's something that you definitely can't take away from me. But I do wish nothing but happiness for you. You can wish it for somebody. You can't give it to them. They have to get it for themselves. And I hope with, you know, that little part said someone is able to reflect. Someone is able to look within themselves. Someone is able to look in their own eyes, get in their own head and change their perspective on. You know what? I don't need him to be happy. You know what? I don't need her to be happy. I can be happy right here where I am by myself because I have to be happy with me first before I can be happy with anyone who's going to come around. All right. So that was the fifth and final point. So I'm going to just reiterate one more time. Point number one, stop stressing about things that are not important. All right. Point number two, break away from the cycle of negativity. Point number three, be more empathetic. Point number four, remember good fortune is completely relative. And point number five, accept that happiness is a state of mind. All right? So um, like I do at the end of every episode, right now I want you to take this second, okay? Take this minute. Take this hour, take this day, take this week, take this month, take what's left of this year because there is still time in this year. Don't start writing New Year resolutions. We're too far away from December 31st for you to be writing New Year resolutions. No, write right now goals, W-R-I-T-E-R-I-G-H-T, now goals and start to put a plan together to achieve them, okay? So that when the clock strikes midnight on January 1st, 2020, you will be celebrating what you've done and looking forward to the greatness you are about to achieve, (laughs) y'all. I love y'all in real life. Peace. I pray you've enjoyed this episode. Go ahead and follow me on social media at Terry Glenn Harris. And don't forget to like, subscribe, comment, and tell a friend about your experience here on Beyond the Coffee Table, the podcast. Now go and live life positively and on purpose. Thank you.